topic is Mitzvah Avas Hashem. Um, I did not put this into the packet, but there is a Chavetz Chaim in the Sefer Shemir Zaloshin. So besides what he has, Shemir Zaloshin, which is Musar Bechal about Keep Loshin Hor, etc., then he has in the Shemir Zaloshin Cheli Beis, he has thoughts on the Parshiyas about Musar, about Loshin Hor. And at the end, he has different thoughts about different things. So, like the second to last parak, I think it is. It's a short parak. It's like the second to last page of the Sefer. Um, at least in the old version, second to last page of the paper. Now it's probably like 17 pages afterwards because uh, they had so much more. But, um, so, over there, he says that he wants to point out that we know that a person puts on tefillin, a person says Shema without putting on tefillin, he's being made a Shekhar Batsma. He's saying Ukshartum, he's not doing it. So, you're saying, I, 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 this is the Mitzvah, I'm not doing it. So what about saying very hafta and not doing that? It's also a problem. You say you should love Hashem. And you're not doing it. You also like you be made in a shekabatsim. It's out. Bays, we know that the locha is that um, a per- person hasn't taken lulav yet today. He's not now allowed to eat before he takes a lulav. A person hasn't uh, done the, the, a, a, a mitzvah which he's believed to do. He hasn't said kriyashma yet for the day. He's not allowed to eat before he says kriyashma. So Lachar, you're not allowed to eat before you do the mitzvah of Hashem. Oh my what? Avos Hashem is a constant mitzvah. So it's a constant mitzvah. It's not a reason why it should be less chomer. It's a reason why it should be more chomer. Say so if the mitzvah of lulav, which is once a day, I can't eat before I do the mitzvah of lulav. If I had not done the mitzvah of Avos Hashem at all today, the fact that it's it's all it's incumbent upon me every moment is not a reason to say okay, but that you know, you, I saw now I'll eat before doing the mitzvah. Like why? why that, that's not illogical. So the chara, a personality eat in the morning before he's the contents of Avos Hashem. So it makes sense that a person should the best appropriate time is as he's saying the pasuk of the hafta he should be mach this Avos Hashem and if you have not done that, at least before you leave the shul, before you go out, going on to eat, and after davening, the person has to make sure that they are matzis avos Hashem belibo. That's the first point that he says. Then he says, take it a step further. How do you, how do you do this mitzvah of being matzis avos Hashem belibo? He says, if a person is misbeinen and all of the chasadim that a kodesh baruch does for him, and all of the care and concern that a kodesh baruch shows for him. If he if he truly appreciates that, he will feel a tremendous feeling of of love back to Kadosh Baruch Hu. The Kadosh Baruch Hu being so nice to him, so he wants to be, he feels a feeling of love back to Kadosh Baruch Hu. So that is going to um, um, that's how you that's how your machlas avos Hashem belibah. That's that's what that's the Chabad's time says. The Lashonos that he uses, interestingly enough. And the Lashonis that the, the Chavis Levamas uses in Shara Bechina. Now, if the Chavis Levamas is divided into multiple Sharm, the first Shara is Shara Yichud. Shara Yichud, which in some, in some level there's, there's, how do I call it, where there's suggestion by the Groal, others discourage not to Shara Yichud nowadays. Shara Yichud is that, that, that there were bringing proofs. To the existence of a Kodesh etc., discussing the philosophical questions about those type of things. Okay. Then the next Shar is called Shar Bechina. Shar Bechina is to be Mavkin, which means to come to an understanding of a Kodesh through his presence in the breeze. Now, the, the type of arguments that he makes over there are sometimes used to be arguments 
to prove Hashem exists. But that's clearly not what he planned to do with that, because he already did that in Shariichud. Right? His his goal over here is to understand our relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kodesh Baruch Hu exists, I've proven that, that I have my philosophical proofs, etc., that Kodesh Baruch Hu exists, etc. But how to understand what is the Russian's relationship with me? How, how interested is he in, in me? And to understand that relationship, that's Shara Bechina. So when I said Amiz Bainan, for example, that, that the Bershom made the human being with such precision and such, such the, the, the balance which exists in the human being is so perfect that we see that the, the, we, we understand the wisdom of a Kodesh Baruch when I see that, that the worship pre- pre- provided for all the needs of human being in a very intelligent way, I see his care and concern. So I mean, Mavkin, I'm coming to understand what he have, what are his thoughts vis-a-vis the Brian. So that's a different type of point. So the Chavos Chaim takes those thoughts and uses that as the vehicle to come to Abbas Hashem. Um, so, and he suggests that a person when he says the pasuk of a hafta, as Hashem alakecha b'chol avobacha b'chol nafshecha b'chol meyadecha, the person should stop and do this. So that would obviously require a little more time for davening. Um, in general, I think that we require a little more time for davening than we actually a lot for davening. Um, so that's yeah, a different. That'll be a different share at some point in time. Uh, what am I supposed to say? Anyway, <laughs> okay. Um, um, so there's multiple pieces over here. I, I want to start um, with the, the page Nundalit. So the piece which starts with says Mitzah Gimel. That's a quote. This is a quote from the Rabbim Sefer Mitzvahs. Okay, so the first mitzvah in the Sefer Mitzvahs is Amunas and Hashem. The second mitzvah is Yichud Hashem. The third mitzvah is Avas Hashem. He should see one of We command to love Hakadosh Baruch Hu. How do we do this? She nispoinim and nasko mitzvah sav upolisav achenasigayu. We should contemplate and understand his commands and his actions until, until we come to um, um, an, a, a, an understanding of it. And we should enjoy that. So Ramos has a fascinating idea. If I ask you to describe Avas Hashem, Avas Hashem is my feeling of love to, to, that I appreciate what a Kodesh was doing for me. That's the Chobot Chaim understands. Um, so, the Ramam comes along and says, you know, when I say I, I love my wife, it said that, you know, I say, well, I have this feeling of Abbas, I curse a type to my wife. That's not describing my love for my wife. My love for my wife is, is over this all-pervasive feeling of connectedness to my wife. That's how you describe love. I have to describe love. It's, it's not a feeling of a car's It's a feeling of being connected. Right? Of enjoying being with her. Right? That's how we would describe love. 
So Rambam says, I'm going to have to find a way to have that definition work vis-a-vis a Kodesh as well. So what does that mean that I can have a definition of enjoying being with the Kodesh Right? That I have a, feel, a feeling of being connected to the Kodesh Right. feeling distraught when I'm not with right, a person who loves somebody if he can't get the object of his love he feels uh, discomfort he feels frustrated right. so the Ramam says that the vehicle which I'm going to use to allow me to do that is uh, that a, a person should get to the point that thinking about a Kodesh Baruch Hu is, a, is, is, is enjoyable. I, I have an oinig in it. Right? Now, l- let's let's clarify that. Um, I, I gave you this motion once before. I want to go back to it again. So I think it's important to, to think about it. Rashiva um, used to always say that um, there's people who enjoy, who enjoy math. What was the name of that mathematician, the, 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 that Hungarian mathematician? Erdős. Erdős, right? Paul Erdős. Paul Erdős, right? Right. So, I, so I mentioned him one time. If I recall correctly, right? Right. This fellow, like you know, he's possible. Avas math. I mean, math. He was Tishka Tommy. He was constantly involved in math. He was get married because he would distract for his opportunity to t- think about math. You know, he didn't even deal with his own finances. He gave him somebody else to deal with that because it would be a distraction. Vertrachten and learning. In Vegan Mass. His goal, he spent his life basically going from city to city, country to country, to schmooze with the biggest mathematicians, the teeth of the math the conversations which didn't exist, right? So, my sheriff sent me an article about him from Scientific American one time, and he says, right, you know, he says, you know, run up top, right idea, wrong track, wrong track, right idea, wrong track, you know, that's what he wrote. But she used to say, you know, the people who love, who love doing, this, you know, crossword puzzles, they do Sudoku puzzles. Right? Um, there's people which uh, sit there and, and they, they do math problems. Right? That's not terrible. That's not a curse word. So, what is it that it is? Right? It says, you know, it says that's Talmud 101, you know? So I, I, I find Talmud fascinating. Right? So I find philosophy fascinating, sitting and philosophizing about God is very enjoyable, etc. So that's not what we're talking about, because again, that's not being, that's not connecting to Kodesh It's connecting to the contemplation of a Kodesh Right? I, I can't, I don't connect the math problems, I connect to contemplating math problems. I enjoy exercising my mind. I'm not connected to anything in that sense, right? Right? Says, you know, he goes to Kiddush Hashem for the math problem, right? Right? I'm going to get you to the point of Abba Hashem to the point that you're ready to give up to, to give up your life, not because there's nothing else left in your life. As you know, life to me is just math, and there's no math, I'd rather die. Okay. That's, you know, so the, the, all those, that, that's not the, the mitzvah of giving up your life is I I have many things and I'm willing to give them up because of my love of a Baruch I have Lavov I have Nafshuk I have, have Moidecha and I'm willing to give it up for my love for Kodesh Baruch because it's more it's a more powerful love so so what is that so the Moshe which I gave you when talking about referring to learning right, was the Moshe of the, of the Kala gets a letter from Right. 
So Kelly gets a letter from her cousin, and she's not served, you know, the days before there was there was phones, and you, can, you know, in ancient history, right? She couldn't call up and ask them what it said. She got a letter from her cousin. Right? She doesn't know what it means. She can't read it. She can't figure out what he said. So what was she doing? Like one day, okay, you know, read it one time, I tried. It's my fault, you know. She said, I know, I, he's so important to me, I wonder what he says. So she reads it again, reads it a third time, reads it a fourth time. Finally, she figures it out. She has such a law figuring it out because it's a message from her hustle. She's okay now. Now I know what it says. I'm not going to read it again. No, that's not true. Right? She reads it again. She enjoys reading it because this is the vehicle to connect her. He's distant. He's far away. But the expression of his interests and his, and his, and his thoughts is the way she can connect to him. Through the distance, so every time she reads it, she enjoys that feeling of being connected to him. Um, so you know, and, and and of course, it's stored in a box, right? It's not thrown out. You know, you, you walk into your, your wife one time during Pesach cleaning. You sit her sitting on the bed with this dreamy look in your face. You know what happened? She found the box, you know, hidden away in the back of the closet. You start reading the, reading the things, you know, and she's she's enjoying reading those letters again. She knows what it says, right? But it, it's it's the connection which those letters were able to represent, which is, is, is so pleasurable. Um, I, I do warn you, you know, for the the, the, young, the younger crowd, you're, 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 you're at some point your kids might find that box also and read those letters and say how mushy their father was. Yeah, that's um, also good. It teaches them. It also does. That's true. All right, but they're still going to make some good comments about it if they're good teenagers. Okay. Um, the violin. Be careful to make sure that mine had not been found. Okay. Um, and that's not true. I, I think I've been careful to make sure that. So the Rambam is saying that the Kodesh expresses himself to us in two ways. He expresses himself He expresses himself through his commands. That's the way. That's his roots, and that's his interest in the world. That's what's important to him. That's the message that he expresses himself to us. We know him through his, through his that message. We know him through the action that he does in the Bria. Which is also a form of a message. So, if I'm misbeinen in the the pulo yisov is a way to connect to Kadosh Baruch Hu, I get a tremendous pleasure of feeling that connectedness through being misbeinen. So, not that I enjoy science, not that I enjoy astronomy or physics, whatever it is. I enjoy that as a vehicle to see the Kadosh Baruch Hu. The Barsham is expressing himself. Through the Bria, through his pulas that he did, so I see the wisdom that he put into in, 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 into the world. And I say, "Wow, this is a Hashem who's expressing his interest in the world. His interest in me. I feel connected to him. That's the Ava that he's trying to. It, it, it's, it's the connectedness. That's the when this That's the key of of, of Ava that we're mechuyev to reach." Okay, quite a madrega. Um, so 
Okay, so Kamari Bir Lachosel means the Sifriya say that through learning the words of the Torah, you'll recognize Kodesh Baruch and that's how you fulfill Ava. By contemplating this, understanding it, and, truly, and working to understand it, you're going to come to this hasaga, reaching the understanding of that, and that will reach a point of tanug, and your mela ava will come with that. Okay. Then he says the second part of the mitzvah is to make make a kodesh baruch loved by others as well, um, which makes sense. Um, um, okay. So he says, logical. Why is it logical? Because if I love a kodesh baruch I would want. If I truly love my king, I would like the other members of the king, the kingdom, to love the king also. That's my expression of my love. So I say, you know what? Yeah, you know, I love Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kate Minishdan, everybody else, not Mistaber. That the person would say that. So that, so the key of it is, um, um, she so says at the bottom of the bottom line. Rotzer Kamar Shavram Vorsha Hayy Oyev Hashem. He wanted others to join as well. So you should love a Baruch to the point you want others to be drawn in to that that awareness and that love of a Baruch as well. Okay. That is the Rambam Sefer Mitzvah. The Rambam in, in Yisari Atarov, Harry Bays, um, so said like this: "Sekela nichbar of Nora is a mitzvah avoy of Yeroyz. There's a mitzvah to love him, and there's a mitzvah to fear him." The Rambam puts the two mitzvahs together. She never vahapte es Hashem lekechem, and never es Hashem lekechotir. Veichi aderek laavos of Yeroyz. So how do you get there? Vishosh yisbar noadim b'maasav abriyav and yifloim agadolim. If you contemplate the creation of the Kodesh Baruch Hu. He sees the wisdom which is limitless. He has this, this feeling of, of, of love and praise to the point he has a, this tremendous burning desire to know a Kaddish And then he contemplates these same thoughts further. He jumps back. He's scared. He realizes he's this creation, small, dark, nothingness. With this, this, this little wisdom, little understanding. Tomim in front of the, the perfect das of a kadosh so David says, I have a tremendous desire. I'm running forward to Kodesh Baruch Hu, and I'm jumping back and looking how small I am. Right? So Ramam says, so both are true. Now, the Pasha's understanding of the, the Ramam is it, that it's a cycle. Right? Because the, the the Kodesh Baruch is willing to reach over this gap and connect to little nobody. Such a tremendous feeling of love 
The aunt and Rabbi uh, Rangel, right? Right, right. <laughs> and my, my aunt, my, the aunt and Rabbi Rangel, right? Right? So Rabbi Rangel is making this connection to the aunt. So the aunt says, well, that's so nice, Rabbi Rangel. But then the aunt says, like, hey, hey, I'm overwhelmed by being connected to Rabbi Rangel because he's <laughs> such a phenomenal being, Rabbi Rangel. Right? <laughs> then he says, you know, but look at that. Even though he's such a phenomenal being, he's willing to connect to me. So I love him. So I'm so overwhelmed by the fact that he's interested in me. And the, the constant cycle of Avanir and Avanir. So the Malachim are Rotsoy Meshayv. The Malachim run forward, and Meshayv, and then they jump back. They run forward with this trend to connect to Kadesh Baruch Hu, and then they jump back from the awe of being, being there. But what, what we're saying right now is that, that but each time they come close and they realize the greatness of Kadesh Baruch Hu, and that desire to be there, that clarity that they get makes them jump back further. And each time they contemplate the Bersham with all of his greatness and interested in connecting to them, they feel a tremendous desire to come and connect. So it builds, the Ava builds the year, and the year builds the Ava. You can't have one without the other. One of the biggest challenges that people have is that if you don't have the the if you just have Ava, just love, you know, like you know, the sixties, just love, you know, right? It, it creates it, it creates a situation where the person loses in a certain sense loses the, the awe and the respect of the being that he's dealing with. And then, then you, don't res- you don't respect his rules either. So how can I say, I love a Kodesh not respecting his rules? So, but I, the main thing is just love. You know, I, love I love God. You know, I love God. You know. So you'll do anything for God. He says, yeah, I'll do anything for God. He says, he says you shouldn't work on jobs. I says, that not. You know. Like, you know, I love God. You know. So what does that mean? You know, obviously, that would be really ridiculous. So the 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 shmir of mitzvahs, the year of, of of that, is not the year of I'm afraid I'm gonna get punished. It's the year of that I'm holding something of tremendous value. I don't want to drop it. Right? Um, I think the the most of it I would say imagine that you were you know they they had they you, you picked this you won this lottery and. You're going to be Zarka that are going to take the most expensive diamond, the heart of Africa, and they're going to put it in your hands. They take it out of the Sasonian and they let you hold it. So, what would your emotions be? It's like the most exciting thing in the world. I'm holding, I'm holding the most precious diamond in the world, the biggest diamond in the world. I'm holding it in my own hands. And I'm like, ah, I'm holding it. Both feelings, both emotions are 100% true. I don't know, but the more I realize the value of it and the excitement of it, the more scared I am. If I don't have any value, there's nothing to be excited about, so I'm not, I'm not scared about it either. And the, 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 those two feelings of the simcha and the yira are not steers each other. What are his two emotions? It's the most exciting moment of his life, he's getting married. It's the scariest moment of his life, he's getting married. <laughs> right? Why is it exciting? Because I'm entering in this most 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 of a thing called marriage. The more, I, the more I realize the value of it, which is why I'm scared, the more I'm excited. So human beings carry multiple emotions in themselves, and it's not that they steers each other. That's and one feeds the other. So Av and Yira feed each other. Now it's interesting over here. The Rambam, the Rambam over here, talks about Ma'aseh Ruim and Ifloim. It does not mention the mitzvahs. Um, the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs and the Girsa which we have, he talks about mitzvah Sabu Pulei Sov. There's actually a Girsa in the Sefer Mitzvah which is just mentions mitzvah Sov. So. That's Mamasha's theory. Over here he says Mitzvah Sov, and there he says Pula. So, you know, the, the, the Bria, which one is it? So, there's a famous word. The Rashid would say over from a person named Ramoto Pagrabansky. 
Now, who of you have heard of Ramat Bagraman? Okay. So that's very sad. But uh, I'll tell you why it's, why, why it's so. Ramat Bagramansky was in Tel Shiva, you know, in Slobodka, like the, the, the title of Iluya was given out, you know, it wasn't just given out on purpose, but there's people like Iluya, like they're called Iluya, it's like a genius. In Tel Shiva, there's two people in the history of Tel Shiva who got the title of Iluya. One of them was Ramat Bagramansky. Ramatabagramansky was, his father was after a young man, as a young man. Um, he was a boy. At the age of 11, he, was, he took over his father's business, and he was, he was in charge, or he was running his father's old business. Father owned the factory. He was running the whole factory. He was the manager of the whole factory, dealing with the sales, dealing with the, the, the people, etc. Whole thing going. Rebelio Lapian was traveling, came to this, this little town where he was, and he met, met him and realized that this person is something, he's, you know, there's a tremendous person there. I convinced him to go to learning yeshiva. So he left his his business behind, and he went went, went to learning yeshiva for a period of a few months, and then he went back to his town. So Reilah Ben came to visit, sent him to, to tell I think it was tell yeshiva the first time, and he came back after you know, and he wasn't there. He went to visit there, like you know, he, he had Reilah Ben had his sons learning at tell yeshiva. So he went to visit his sons. Where is this this, this boy Multipagramansky? He went back home. So he traveled special back to the town to bring this boy back. To, okay. So he came to Yeshiva, and so he never really had no background learning. His father died when he was young, and he was basically business t- taking care of supporting his family, his, you know, his mother and the family. So he comes into Yeshiva. He has no background, so he goes into the bottom shear. So it tells Yeshiva the way there were different levels of shorter. The high school had... had that we had whatever they call it, you know, had four levels. The base matters had had four levels. And then on top of that, there was the fifth level, which was by invitation only. It was Rosh Hashiva Shir, Rabbi Bloch had a special Shir, Shir Hay it was called, which is Thursday nights from 12 midnight until 7 a.m. It's a seven hour Shir. He would say a pilpul straight for seven hours. One thought, you know, he would develop a pilpul for seven hours long. Right, so that was the invitation only, obviously, because you know, you know, you know, he didn't want people snoring in the middle of the shear. He wanted people who were going to follow the shear. Ramalta Bagramansi, within two years, the shear was in the top, in, the, in that shear. Wow. Okay, you get an idea of what type of evil he was. The Rashiva said that he could take, he, he knew Kabbalah, he knew everything. You know, by the time he Gifter came to learn and tells, Ramalta was no longer learning and tells, he, he was living actually in Kovno. Um, and he used to come back to Yeshiva to visit. When he come back to Yeshiva, he was like, you know, Rigithra came close with him. He says he used to say Shurim. He'd take the most difficult concept in Kabbalah and make it so clear that a, that a little baby could understand it. He was so clear in his understanding. He couldn't write. He had a dyslexia in writing. He had no ability to write. We have nothing written from him. So whatever we have written from him is, is from the Talmudim who wrote things down. So they have notes. And she said, you couldn't take notes when he was talking because like, it was so captivating, you couldn't take notes when he was talking. And afterwards, you would like, try and capture it again, like, like, and you couldn't. <laughs> it was like, so frustrating. So that's how I describe Malta Bagramansi. It's interesting because, so the three Rebbeim here in the Yeshiva, Rebbeim, myself, and, and Rebbe Kreiser, we all have this connection to Malta because their gift would talk about it all the time. Rebbe Kreiser and Shiva were both very close with them. They would talk about it all the time. He lived in Kovna, and Rebbeim Lapiansky's father, Rabbi knew Ramalta from Kovna. He was close with him in Kovna. So Rabbi has his stories from his father. After the war, he ended up in Paris 
together with, with Rebaron Kreiser, Rebaron father. And Rebaron has his stories about Rebaron Pogromansky from the Tkufa of his, hearing from his father that the stories that his father would say over about being with Rebaron Pogromansky in Paris after the war. So we all, three of us, like, you know, we, we share our Rebaron Pogromansky stories. Like, you know, it's like, just like this tremendous person. Like, you know, during the, the, the ghetto and such, in the Covenant ghetto, there's stories about him, like, you know, like, he was constantly, you know, he, he, he said, like, I don't see Germans, I see Pesukim and Tanakh. Like, he saw everything through the prism of Torah. He saw the world through Torah. I'll give you one story about his Hesitkis. Like, after the war, there was a Hebra of uh, Mira Bakr who made it to Paris after the war. Um, and they were sitting with their motel. And the conversation got to the Gemara. The Gemara says that when a person's wearing climb in his clo- clothing, right, so... And it's climbed the rice. Uh, the law is he realizes he's wearing the rice. He must take off the clothing. I don't care what come what may. Middle of the street, everybody's around. You take that clothing off. So one of the bachim said to Ramatul. So Ramatul says, "Yeah, that's the So one of the bachim said to Ramatul, "says Okay, you know they were they were in Paris." He says, "Okay, Ramatul, you're standing on top of the Eiffel Tower, and you realize you have you have climb in your pants." What are you going to do? He says, I drop off my pants. Take off my pants. So the worker said, Ramato, all of Paris is staring at you. What are you going to do? He says, Ramato stopped and he thought, I dropped my pants. Right? That's, you know, but he didn't stop saying it. You know, he said, I thought about it. He said, you know, he, like, that's the person he was. Like, the terror was real to him. So, so Ramato said the following, it's not your background, Ramato. So Ramato said, the following story to Imaz when he's to Ramos. He says a person once was taken to the, the Louvre the Louvre to see, you know, all the famous paintings there in the Louvre. And he walks in, they show him this, you know, this this Picasso, and he says, No, what do you think? He says, It looks like sour milk. It looks like you know, curdled milk. So he doesn't have any appreciation of art, you know. Okay, you know, it looks like curdled milk. I mean, the truth is, some of the Picasso's look like curdled milk, right? But that's what he, you know, you're not supposed to say that, you know, like, you know, that personal clothes. You don't, you don't admit that it looks like curdled milk. Okay. So he takes it to Rembrandt. He says, Zara Milch. Zara Milch is like yogurt, is like curdled milk. You know? Right? So, you know, after three or four times, like, you know, they take him to, you know, to, to Van Gogh. Zara Milch. I finally come to somebody and says, let me see your glasses for a second. They take his glasses off, and on the glasses, there's there's, there's Zara Milik. So everything looks like Zara Milik. You look at the glasses, it looks like Zara Milik. That's what Ramalta said. He says, so what's the solution? You clean up the glasses. Now you see it. He says, the person should look at the Bria, and the Bria should scream a Kodesh Baruch to the point that he has a tremendous avid of Kodesh Baruch. The problem is, we don't see a Kodesh Baruch in the Bria. We don't see it. So what's the solution? We have to clean our glasses. So at the Ramam, you learn Mitzvah and we, we're, we're Isaac and Tara, and we're, we're, we're spiting in the Bershom's commands for us, and we think about that, and we get a catch of the Kodesh Baruch Hu, then when you walk outside, you see a Kodesh Baruch Hu screaming at you. you ta- that's the way to clean off the Zara Milik from your glasses, that you should see a Kodesh Baruch Hu on the breed. That was his Moshe to Mazur, these two rounds. Okay. Um, okay. Um, now, skip down to the bottom of that page. So that's the Ramah Yisraeli. Now, there's Ramah Hilfah Shuvah, where the, the, which is a long piece. It's a parak It's like the last parak in Hilfah Shuvah. The piece is gorgeous. Um, I'm not going to go through all of it because we don't have time for it. Um, 
So it's like this. The person doesn't shouldn't do mitzvahs because he's scared about the, the, the getting. He wants to get the brachas. He shouldn't be not do because he's worried about getting punished. That's that's a very low level of doing mitzvahs. Person who serves God's brachah through 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 ava. Not there's no there's no ulterior motive. Let me yiras yiras hara. But like today, Lirish and Taiva, Ella Oisa Emmons and Neshu Emmons, the Saiva Taiva Lobby Glow. He does Emmons because how could you not want anything else other than that? How could you want other things other than the, 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 the beauty and the perfection? The reason why I don't go over to the, the, the Rembrandt and rip it up is not because I'm going to get punished for it. Right? It's because it, it, I see the beauty and the perfection, I don't want to touch it. It's so perfect, so I do the emiss of the world because it's so perfect. Like, why would I want? Why would I want to? I'm not. I'm not being overvarious because I'll get punished. I'm doing mitzvahs because I get scar. That's the, it, it talks to you so. It's so powerful that it talks to you in itself. I don't need to have other cheshbonos. Why I'm why I'm relating to something. Okay, next paragraph. The case here, Abba Ria, who she ever Hashem Abba Gedolah Yisera Azamayid. That should be so powerful and so aza and so so uh, penetrating that the person is just tied to it to the point that he's it's, it's he's he's lovesick. He's just like a person who's lovesick for a woman. He never stops thinking about her. It folds up. He's constantly contemplating the woman. That that's greater than that level of, of, of connection is that Ava. Constantly being Shaga in it. Shir Shim is all a marshal to explain Abbas Hashem. That's a Shir Shim. Okay. Um, now, skip down to towards the bottom of the page, the Hasaka survived. So, the, um, the Ravid is grappling with the following issue. He doesn't know what this word Shrega means. I'm not sure what he means he's using that word. We find it lush and sheer. That he's crazy. You become a person who's who's lovesick comes dysfunctional visit everything else in his life. See, in that sense, he's like a, he's like a, a shoygen. So that's the that's maybe what the Rama means. He says that that's what it means. Avos Hashem. The Avos Hashem that we're, that we're, we're, we're our goal is obviously it's Shemdas Madrega, and um, that. It, it, but it, it, it means it's it's you know you got to invest in this. This is something which that you you would connect to it to the point that it's going to overtake your life. Um, there's there's mice with the relevance of from a ditch of that um, it was the first day of Sukkot 
and it was he woke up early to be able to do the mitzvah. The proper time for the mitzvah is, nates, is by nates. So now, now where does he store his esrog? Where do you store an esrog? He says he put it in his break front. You know that's his most precious item. Like people put their their silver there. People put their fancy china there. He put his esrog there. Okay, so he's looking at the clock, and he's you know waiting for the moment to be able to do the mitzvah. He looks at the clock and realizes it's now it's Neitzacham. So he runs to get the esrog. He forgets to open the door. He just smashes his hand through the glass because like he's so excited to do the mitzvah, he forgets that there's that there's glass in the way. Right? That's right? You don't take smash your hand through glass. That's stupid, right? But but you're so excited about what you're doing that you're not aware of anything other than that. So everything else becomes like it's, you don't notice. It. Um, you know, obviously it comes with its price, you know. <laughs> right. They said that he had the same mice with several mice with him who came with, you know, Chassidim don't wear Tulum Cholomite. Sorry, don't wear Tulum Cholomite. So, this, you know, this year's Sukkot, right? So Sukkot's going to come out. It's going to be uh, Thursday, Friday Shabbos. Sukkot is nine days long. And then you add, the last day Sukkot is, is, will be Shemina Tzeres is Thursday, Shemina is Friday, Shabbos. So person will not have put on tefillin for 10 days. Now, Sunday morning, it's been 11 days since he's put on tefillin. Can you imagine the excitement of putting on tefillin? He has put on tefillin. It's the same way it happened. He had the tefillin. Where, where do you keep the tefillin? In the break front, right? He has put on tefillin for 11 days. Moshe's like, ah, it's his tefillin. He runs to get the tefillin. Like, I mean, he should have learned by now, right? Not to do that, right? You know, but, <laughs> right? You know, just get rid of the glass. You know, like, you know. <laughs> You know, we don't relate to mitzvahs like that. I, I told the Bachman says that, I, that the reason why they put up the sign on the, the glass going into the base matters, you know, that, that that big window of glass, you know, they put before they put the fox on base thing over there, they, they used to have they have these like three uh, things to notice that there's glass there. Because we were worried that Pasha the Bachman comes running to Davening. <laughs> he's so excited to get the Davening, he's going to push and run through the glass. <laughs> right? He pushes, he's, why else would you want to put the thing over there? Like, why would somebody bump it into the glass? <laughs> right? Because he's pushing and running to Davening. Right? I? That's your problem. Right? So it's the Ramam's, you know, you, 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 but you, you know, the Ramam couldn't write this. As opposed to, you know, either the Ram felt this, right, and then he could write it. If he didn't feel it, he didn't know it in, in, intrinsically, this is, was not part of his, his being, he could not have come up with this. Right? You, you hear the Ram I'm talking. So somebody said, you know, Ruchel says one place, you know, somebody said the Ram was a philosopher. He says, you learn this section over here, you realize the Ram was not a philosopher. He knew philosophy, but he wasn't a philosopher. You know, this is this this is not philosophers cannot generate such a type of a, this type of a, a emotion. They're not describing emotion. He's not describing. He's describing a thought process which generates emotion. Av is an emotion. I can't say, well, I have the thought process, therefore I love. I I think very highly of you, therefore I love you. Like you know, it's a robot. You know, it's an emotion. The Ram is describing the world of emotions which are generated through the contemplation. It, that the person becomes get, creates such an awareness of a Baruch's reality. Right? Baruch is real. The Bershom is, is, is interested in us and he connects to us. And that's the most pleasurable thing which exists in the world. 
there's nothing more pleasurable. Like the, the, the idea that a human being should be able to connect to his creator. Is there anything greater in this world? Anything better in this world? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing else in the world. It's like it's like, and we, you know, it, by us, it's a mitzvah to learn. By the Ram, it wasn't a mitzvah to learn. It's like, what idiot would do anything else other than that? Right? Like, that's, you know, that's where he's coming from. Like, it's like, like, what would you do with, what would you want to do with your life other than? Um, and and that's, 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 that's like, you know, the definition of a, a Tamil Chacham, the definition of a, a, a person who is, is, is this. It's not, I learn because it's a mitzvah. That's, I really prefer eating. I remember the Rashid one time was sitting by us on Friday night. We was, were was sitting. Um, so we used to have a chabur. We used to go to his, his house Friday night. And, you know, it was called the, tells it called the Ravad. Like, you would learn something together. And then the Rebbe would put out some type of, uh, you know, cake, etc. And we'd sing a little bit, etc. So the Rebbe brought out the cake. And a few of the Bokram's eyes, you know, lit up cake. So Rashid says, says, said to us, he says, cake is geschmack. Tate is geschmack. Right? <laughs> We can't ask in a Mishnah. You can eat a Mishnah. And he started saying over the Mishnah of Elam you know, licking his chops as he's... Elam Like, imagine he was like eating amidst the Mishnah. Okay? Like, that's how you learn. Um, it, it's, it's not, you know, because of the intellectual pursuits. It's it's the Bershom, it's the Bershom, the Bershom is here. I can have the Bershom in my hands, I can have the greatest reality of connecting to the Kodesh Boroku, like, like, cake is Kishmak. Like, that was his re- reaction, like, 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 huh? Like, really? Now, I once heard from a Rebbe, the Rebbe says, Avichtika Bainani, so, you know, we describe what's, what's a Benini? You know, you come to the, you know, we have the Tzadikim, the Rishroyim, and the Benini. So the Benini, he says, he enjoys a Gishmak a Shikol cake and a Gishmak a Shikol Tarot. <laughs> That's the Benini. Right? Right? It says the Tzadik enjoys the Gishmak a Shikol Tarot and not the cake. The Rosh enjoys the cake and not the Shikol Tarot. And the Benini enjoys both. So we have hope, at least there were Beninis, you know. We have hope there were Beninis, you know. Sometimes the cake is more Gishmak than the Tarot, you know, that's the problem. So, so at this point in time, we've gotten through, um, uh, we've gotten through the Rambams. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Let's see, maybe we'll do this next. Um, yeah, let's let's skip a little bit over here. I want to take a look over here at the Arachima Kaddish. Um, so, um, on page Kufam and Vav. So, the Oid Ulai Shiniskam and the Ara Levadam. You see, that's it's a paragraph which says, Oid Ulai Shiniskam and the Ara Levadam. The Shoshimini Ava. Chiestam Hakara Lenivroim. We have three types of love. 
which Nivroim recognize. Okay, so there's the, there's um, the the uh, Rishonim use this. The the Chorim use this. You know, the Goyim talks about it. The Mishlei says um, the word Tam is Tes I and Mem. It's Rosh Tevis Toiv, Orev and Moil. Toiv is that which is good, or that which is, which is pleasant, sweet, and well, that which is good for you. That which is moral, it's, it's effective, right? So we we have an ava to toiv, we have an ava to that which is orev, that which is pleasant, an ava to that which is moral, which is beneficial. So Hashem comes, gives us a command, visibly all three things. So we, we love a kadosh so there's a command to love a kadosh baruch hu. B'shem is a heir halev levichinas avas atayv. Love a kadosh baruch hu because that is the right thing to do. There's where there's a there's a natural instinct of humans that we we like that which is appropriate and that which is right. That's something which we're drawn to it. Kadosh baruch hu avas Hashem. Kadosh baruch hu is he is he himself is something which is appropriate to love. Now, and we find that is there's a pleasantness. There's a word from Rebbeim. Don't say on this post. He says on the Mishnah. The Mishnah says he asks Kach the Mishnah. It says It says. This is the way of Torah. Passover Melatoicho, Maim Bemasura Tishta, Melaorat Tisha, Vachai Tartichia. So Yeramash eating eating bread with, with, with salt, limited amount of water, you're sleeping on the ground, you have a life of physical pain. Right? That's what the mission says. So you have two caches on the mission. I get. What's Ashrecha by the Mazel? Ashrecha, you're fortunate in this world. Right? What? Fortunate in this world. He has, mamash, he has he's eating bread with, with salt, limited amount of liquid. He doesn't have a bed to sleep in. He has physical yusurim. And that's Ashrecha by the Mazel. Tabakhola Mabo, I get. What's Ashrecha by the Mazel? Al. Bez, what's the phrase of Mishnah? Imat to Isakane. Kachetakashotara. This is the way it is. What's imatoisakane? So he says, one question answers the other. You're asking me, how is it possible the answer is, I can't explain it to you. If you do it, you'll get it. I can't explain it to you, but I'll tell you, if you live it, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. When you taste it, you'll get it. Until you taste it, I can't explain it to you. A, a, a human human being says, "Explain love to me." I've never experienced love in my life. You know, explain love. Anybody want to tempt it? Right? You can't explain love to somebody, but a person who experienced love knows exactly what it means. Right? So tamu ra'u kitav Hashem. You got to taste it. There's no way you can understand it unless you actually do it. Kikola nevesh asher yachiyach. Um, 
Shame is the mula ain't a rabbis because when you brought him, she cannot say love. Be'erich anishtaber. There's no, there's no um, a rabbis pleasure which exists um, vis-a-vis the tayv of a kaddish baruch The pleasure of being with the tamul ru'u, the, the flavor of the pasha, the physical flavor. Okay. Okay. So that's the opposite type. So that's the half the ace Hashem love of Kadosh Baruch Hu because of what the Kadosh Baruch Hu is. Then Rabbis Arif, skip down, Mitavis Hashem, like we said, Rabbis Amoyel, Rams of Amr Elokecha, Alder Shamru, Yoyshev Tehilos, Kamari Shiksav the Mesamuch, but then it will come to Rabbis Amoyel. So Hashem Elokecha, Kadosh Baruch Hu is the one who is there to take care of all of your needs. He's Elokecha, he's the one who runs the world. See, he's the Moyo, he's the one which is, which is beneficial for the world. So that makes sense that you, you're Oyev HaKadosh Baruch Hu the fact that he's Toiv, the fact that he's Orev, the fact that he's Moyo. Okay. Um, one of the one more piece from the Rechaim HaKadosh. Mechol Lovavcha, Mechol Nafshin, next page. Okay. So he says a beautiful, just a beautiful thought process. Um, the more says that the more says that Bani Chai Mazoni La Beschus Atayimil Sela Bemas Atayimil. That the the more says that there's three things that a person doesn't get based on schus. He gets based on mazel. Children, Chai Umazoni. So you have a person who's the biggest sadik in the world. If his if his mazel is not that he should have pranos, he's not going to pranos. Chavos Chaim writes in one place is you know the nature of you know people are coming and asking for for stalka, and they're 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 and they're poor. So there's a nature of the, the, the rich person to look down on the poor person. He says, doesn't make any sense. So Bishlam, the reason why you'd be rich is because, you know, you're, you're a better person. So you're not a better person than the person necessarily. He says, you're a smarter person. I don't say smarter than him. So the reason why you're successful is because the person, your mazel, you should be smart, used to be successful. And his mazel, he shouldn't be successful. So what way are you better than him? So, it's like, so how can you look down on somebody else? That, that's the Chavaz Chaim writes. He says, so Mazel, one person is Zerach of the children, but not the Zerach of them. One person is Zerach of the good children, but ill children which are, which are not well, difficult children, you know, quote unquote bad children. Right? It's not because one, you can have every, two people which are exactly the same every which way. He, he has, has success in the skins, he doesn't have success in the skins. You know, Allah Heshbarnas, there's no, there's still no, you, can't, you cannot predict. And Chai, you know, where the person is, 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 is going to live, like, you know, that's, that's, those are Mazel Toyimil. She says, look at the Pasuk. V'chol Levovacha, V'chol Nafshacha, V'chol Meodecha. He says, Tzudram Elu Heim Kholis Cheshaka Adam Mechepsebarelem. So therefore, it, it, it turns out that these three things are, are, are the things which we desire the most. We want Chayim, we want Mazonis, and we want Bonim. So those three things which are the most desirable things which we want in the Bria are not in our control. <laughs> okay? If he's missing any one of them, he feels pushed like, like his life is personal, right? The person, his, his, his physical life is, is, is limited. He feels like I'm different, than, I'm, I'm dead compared to the world. He doesn't have children. The person doesn't have a son. Right? Right? Um, now it says like this. 
so the love of the child that's in your heart. That fills your heart. You give up your life. So that's 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 your property. That's your mazonis. So the pasuk is saying that that there's the three things which are the most things which which pasuk define the person's desire in this world. The version says, "Love me greater than those things." Even though I'm going to take away your bonin, I'm going to take away your life, I'm going to take away your mazonis, you're still going to love me. That's the pasuk after the Shem Lekach B'Chol Avavcha B'Chol Nashcha B'Chol Miyadech. So it's a beautiful, you know, I mean, not an easy, easy, easy thing to do, but you know, I the beauty of the, the Archimedes Kaddish is putting it together in the pasuk. It just jumps out at you. It's such a gorgeous shot in the pasuk. What are you saying? Okay, um, I, I just want to hold it here. Hold this here. I, I just want to tell you over a word, not here in the packet. It just it's such a gorgeous word in the parsha. I just I can't I can't, I can't control myself. Okay, <laughs> I might have told you before. There's a word from Brazil Tauber on Veschana. Veschana Hashem. So Rashi says over there brings from Chazal that that Sadiqim, even though they they Yeshvi Yadam they have Torah Ma'asim Tovim, the only Mavakesh Ma'aneschin. Right? That's so so says, let's get this straight. Means you come to the Listen, I want something. I'm willing to pay for it. I'm willing to give her my term, my sim type to get it. She says, you know, no, Russia, you know, I don't want to pay for it. I want to get it for free. So why is that a Shavuach of a tzaddik? He's a cheapskate. <laughs> He's a dirty Jew. You know, a dirty Jew. Like, you know, you, you, instead of paying for it, you want to get it for free. So why is it as a praise of a, why is it a praise of a tzaddik that he asked her mountain skin? So he gave the following motion. To imagine the, 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 this scenario playing out in two ways. Scenario option number one, right? Scene number one. The person is a tremendously wealthy person. It's 1938, and Hitler is about to implement his final solution on the six million on the on the the. Nine million Jews which live on the, the the European continent, and you get a, you get word of it, and you re, you hear that Hitler is willing to negotiate. You fly to Germany, you put yourself into the it's in, right into Mamish, into, into the, the lion's jaws, and you meet with with with, with Hitler Yemachshmoy, and you negotiate, and he agrees to let every Jew go for the tremendous amount of money. You go back and you sell every single property that you have. Every single business that you have, every property that you have, your home, your clothing, your car, and you're left penniless, homeless, with, with no money in your pocket at all, no food. And you're able to pay the amount of money that you need to pay. You just saved six million people's lives. And the guy has not eaten food for two days. He's starving. He's starving to death. So he turns his eyes heavenward and says, you know, Rebbe you know, I don't deserve breakfast. I mean, look what I did. I, I saved six million lives. I, I, you know, breakfast? Something? You know, a, a, crest, a crust of bread? Something? Right. Okay. Scene number two. The same story, same fellow, everything the same. 
Turn the lights over to Sezer Bershalom. You know, saving a, a human life, a life of Klai Yisrael, it's like saving a whole world. It's, it's, it's Dari Daris. And you were, did me a chesed, and you were mezakimi the mitzvah of getting that schus to save a human life. Not once, but six million times. I owe you so much a kars that you gave me so much, you gave me that schus not once, but six million times. How can I have the chutzpah to ask for anything more after that? But the mice, I'm really hungry. Would, it be, would you mind doing me manaskinim and giving me lunch? Give, give me something to eat. That's Pshat Nechazam. Mashmir comes from the person's Bershalom. I owe you so much. You let me be the person which took Klai's Adam Yitzrayim. You let me be the person which brought Torah to Klai Yitzrayim. You let me be the person who brought the mon, who brought the slop, who brought the, the bear, who brought the anonim. I, I, I can never pay you back. Had I, if I live a million deals, I can never pay you back. But you're such a Balchesa, would you mind also letting me go into Eretz Yitzrayim? That's Pshat. That's Pshat. It's, it's, you know, to, to, to think of the word, you have to be holding by the way to think of it. <laughs> Once you hear it, you say, yeah. Like, how else could you understand this? <laughs> but it's such a gorgeous word. It's such a gorgeous, but you, but you hear the mensch. You know, Rabbi Tauber said this word. It means he's living by the by that, like, you know, he's a person who's, who made, he's made, you know, the trend on the gear of Rafaikin. To change people's lives. He started in Muncie, and he's, for many years he supported it single handed. You know, he brought, he was the first, you know, Bezdin in America, which they, he, he sat and made the Yonim to move towards it. Now there's many which followed suit, etc. He was the first person who did it. He created a cure organization, Cultural Habits, with the Shimon Pinkus together back in the 80s. You know, he, he, he's looking like, you know, wow, the Russians have asked me so many schusim. Like, how much I ever, can I ever give back to Kodesh Baruch Hu? I can ever give back to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Look what I got in life. He's put out swarm. He's given shurim. He has you know, hundreds of, of tapes, you know, thousands of tapes. You know, like, he's walking around, like, feeling this feeling of, like, I can never pay back. And then he hopped the vort. That's shot in the mountain of Okay. Have a good night.